granddad business with Aaron Caliber. That's my dad. Hello, underpants. That is hilarious. Shut your mouth, dude. Rate and review this podcast or my daddy will go into a deep depression. Welcome to Grown Dad Business. This is Aaron Cliver. Uh, you know, this week at Grown Dad Business, uh, I got another awesome guest. Last week, uh, you can check that episode out. Uh, pretty much hung out with my kids, and I talked about my cruise, and my family beatboxed, and that was a good time. And uh, this week, I'm with a really good friend of mine. But first, before we start, oh, 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 see how I get that? See how I do that? See how I do that, Chase? It's good yeah. lead Yeah, dude. Uh... But first, I want to give a shout out to my sponsor, Goods and Evil, goodsandevil.com. They have awesome, uh, just designed shirts, awesome original designs, movies, horror. I love it. They also have a line of vegan shirts. Uh, they're really into that. Yeah, some, hey man. I don't even know what that is. I mean, some, hey, some people don't eat meat for health reasons or for animal reasons. And uh, that's cool. I mean, that's fine. I mean, you know, I, I get it. That's yeah. fine. Uh, so, and they, but they, amazing designers, really awesome. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm favorable. Is that, does that sound right? I'm, continue. I, yeah, I'll tell you, continue. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I, I love the horror and movie shirts. Yes. I always the tell Camp people, Crystal Lake shirt come on, bro. Is, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. It's Jason nice. listens to the podcast. It's nice. Uh, but it's spectacular. Go on goodsandevil.com. You can save 10%. Off of any order at goodsandevil.com. Follow on Facebook, Instagrams, whatever. They always got great stuff. Check it out, goodsandevil.com. Also, booyah, if you want to see me live, go to aaronclyber.com. You know how to spell my name. But uh, I'm going to a couple places. I'm going to be at the Limestone Comedy Festival uh, in a week or so. Uh, I'm also going to be uh, at some Looney Bin Comedy Clubs again this summer. I'll be in Oklahoma City. I will be back in Little Rock. Uh, I will be in Michigan. Will I? Wait, am I going to Michigan? <laughs> I don't. I should go to AaronClaver.com and check my own calendar. Uh, and also, and if you're in Pittsburgh this summer, uh, we have some amazing shows already lined up. <clears throat> my best friend Danny Palumbo, who will be on this podcast uh, in the next couple episodes, uh, we came up together doing stand up. Just like the first week we started doing stand up, we were like, "What's up? What's up?" what's up? You doing comedy? I was like, what's up? Yeah. Cool, man. Do you like the Beastie Boys? Yeah. I love the Beastie Boys. Cool, man. Let's be best friends. Like that's pretty much how it happens. That's pretty much how best friends should happen. Uh, and then we went to the garage and did karate, but, uh, Danny Palumbo, uh, moved to Austin for quite a couple years, quite a couple years. Yeah. Uh, he won funniest in Austin in 2015. It's a huge competition because Austin's a, an amazing comedy town. And he's coming back this summer. He's going to be here all summer. It's like my, my friend like moved. It's like my best friend. I'm like 11 or 12. And my best friend came home from like boarding school. Like I'm really excited. And uh, all summer, June, July, and August at Arcade Comedy Theater in Pittsburgh. Let me see if I can get this right. June 17th, July 22nd, and August 19th. 8 p.m., me and Danny are doing a show called Danny and Aaron Bring the Heat. I'm not playing with you. It's called Danny and Aaron Bring the Heat. And uh, we're bringing some of our, our friend, 
friends, uh, we're bringing some stand-up comic friends from around the country to bring the heat because uh, a lot of people are traveling this summer and we're bringing some really cool comics. Uh, those three, you know, once a month in the summertime. And then at 10 p.m., we are doing a Comic Wars with those road comics. So check that out, arcadecomedytheater.com. Go to arcade, you know, go to comicwarsshow.com. And uh, I'm going to lead in with that. I'm going to lead in with Comic Wars to my guest this week. And uh, it's kind of a special guest, and we'll, but I'll, I'll explain that more. My guest is Jason Clark, my good friend Jason Clark. I just realized that you are r- like one of my true grown man friends. Yes. You have children. Yes. You, like you have a mortgage. I have adult children. Yeah, you have a like adult. Like adult children, yes. like like with a real driver's license. Yes, like yeah. a job, like a real job. She yeah. had a new uh, first ever job. She's going to be a nurse. She's 21 years old. <laughs> you have a 21-year-old daughter. I do, and my son turns 17 um, in another week and a half. That's so, Jason Clark, yes. man. And I'm not 60. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right? You, right? It's funny, but yeah. well, no, but like you, your wife... And yourself, like, uh, my wife and I, we were married when we were 22, mm-hmm. and we had kids when we were 26. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. you know, yeah, we were like, well, let's do this. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, Jason, the reason why I brought Jason uh, up is that, and, you know, you're thinking, like, I've never heard of Jason Clark. Jason Clark's not famous. No. Well, guys. No. He is, because he's a dad. He's famous in two children's eyes. Yes. <laughs> See how I spun that? At least one of them. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, but no, Jason is my sidekick slash scorekeeper on Comic Wars. Mm-hmm. And if you guys don't know what Comic Wars is, this is not the Comic Wars episode, but Comic Wars is a stand-up comedy game show that I host at Arcade Comedy Theater, and uh, it it takes three comedians versus three comedians and pits them into different uh, challenges and games. Yeah. And it and it gets crazy. Yeah, it just it, it's 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 incredible to watch. You know the test of the different muscles. You know the yeah. the, the comedy muscles, the mental right. muscles. They do it's, like it's, impressions. Yeah, uh, there's like a crowd work round. There's mm-hmm. a roast round. Yeah, there's a lot of different things. Uh, but yeah, if you haven't checked that out, I mean, uh, most of the shows sell out every month, yeah. which is pretty rad. We just had one that sold out uh, last week. It was yeah. it was a, a lot of fun. Two bachelorette parties. Yes, two of them. That yeah. was good times. It seems to be a bachelorette party kind of thing. Yeah, it is kind of it's, fun. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Absolutely. But Jason, uh, originally, like, we had, I, I had somebody just keeping score. And then one of the owners of Arcade Comedy Theater uh, was a Jethro Nolan. And he he's a really funny guy. Him and I have, have done a couple, like, shticks sh- sh- together. Yeah. Uh, and so... He was like my scorekeeper and kind of was like the mad landlord. Yeah. And then it was like, I was like, oh, I'll get Jason to fill in. Jethro can't make it. I was sitting in the audience one night in the in the, in the the seat that we always yeah. sit in. We always sit at, you know, right there. See, you remember the story. I do. Oh, absolutely. And, and we just sort but of. But I was improvising, so I don't remember. Yeah, right. That's it was, why it has it was, to be yeah, cataloged was, on tape. Yeah, it was pre-show and you just came up and you said, hey, man, um, keep you keep uh, keep score. And I'm like, yeah, I've seen the show once or twice. Yeah. Seen Jethro do it. And I'm just like, yeah, I can add. Yeah. We'll, we'll make this work. You know, what the yeah. hell? And, but, and now you are an integral part of the show. Yes. You are. Yeah. You are. Absolutely. 
Like, dude, and, and I, I don't think, do anything halfway. I mean, it's like I'm in. You, Aaron Kleiber wants to if be. If you're keeping score, yes. you're going to keep score. Oh, it's yes. I'm carrying the one. Like, and, then I, he's, and, then he, and then, you know, we took, you know, I was throwing out beers to people. He took it up a, a notch and started throwing beers and boxed Pinot Gris. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we're officially sponsored by the Grige. Yeah, by uh, Ver, Ver, Vernando, I think is the Fernando brand. Fernando Box Wine, Fernando, <laughs> holler at your boy. <laughs> Which came off of a Aaron Kleiber bit because you know the oh yeah the, the, the Pinot, joke that I do about yeah, the the Pinot Grige and uh, know, uh, moms love the Pinot yeah. Grige at midnight. It makes the moms go ooh ooh. Yeah, yeah. So it's so dumb. Yeah, it is. It, but it it's works. So it's so funny. Yeah, yeah. So we yeah we pour some Pinot Grige, we cocktail it, we shotgun some beers across the stage. Yeah, and it's it's an interesting. I mean, it's. It's climbed and grown, and it's 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 a it's a fun show. It's a whirlwind. Like it I don't is. like a lot of times. I don't remember what happened. Yeah, because no. it's just I'm I'm basically improvising through a game show. Yeah, that's that's all we're doing. Yeah. Um. But but I know Jason from Jason. You you kind of showed up at Arcade Comedy Theater in Pittsburgh mm-hmm. a couple years ago. Yeah. And started doing improv classes. Yeah. And started yeah. doing improv. Yeah. And now you're like the leaderboard director or whatever. What do you, what is that? Yeah. What do you do now? I'm the, so, so uh, two years ago, I think it was about two years ago, the, the arcade came up with a leaderboard. Right. Because they wanted to recognize some individuals that were doing a yeah. lot of behind the scenes stuff um, and things like that. And, and sort of, they had a vision that it would be something that it would, you know, become task oriented and there'd be things to help grow the theater. Yeah. And then um, this past year, they wanted to reboot it. And they wanted to have a person that was basically in between the directors and the leaderboard yeah. to sort of facilitate what needs to happen. Communications facilitation. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I it's get on it. My, it's on my resume. So they've seen that. And yeah, so that's what it is. So it's about how do we grow the theater into the future right. and, and how do we you know, take all these talented people that come together to make this theater right. the great theater and that a, it is. A lot of people, I mean, we talk about, I, I talk about arcade comedy theater all the time on here and also... The movie review podcast with Sean Collier called You Can't Handle the Truth. Bingo. Uh, Truth podcast on Twitter. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Don't go. I don't go. I will not go see a movie until I've. Handlethetruthpodcast.com. Got to check it out. Uh, But no, we always talk about arcade and I just wanted to like tell people that. And so now it's like, you know, you're this part of this show. And uh, and why I say that, like why I say that you're kind of a special guest, because I'm finding it harder and harder to have guests. Uh, like like famous guests on or known comedians or because I'm on the road a lot and I'm headlining now, right? So it's not like I'm on the road with you know, you know, featuring at a lot of clubs now. And and I mean, you know, occasionally like I I I mean I'll I'll do a podcast with any you know comedian you know whatever sure. if they if they you know vibe with me you know they might have kids or something like that you mm-hmm. know, but um. You know, it's not like I'm. Cha- I want to change the whole format of the podcast, but uh, occasionally, you know, uh, I got to, I got to, I got to do a podcast by myself or with my kids. And Jason is a dad, yeah. and Jason and I get along very well, and we laugh a lot. And uh, this, this, you know, I'm going to bring Jason on into the dad cave because we're into the dad cave. I'm going to bring There's Jason. a lot of dad power. In yeah. This, do you I keep mean... turning your microphone off? Off. I'm oh sorry. okay. I'm oh, that's okay. Considered. No, 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 that's fine. I was like, are you turning off like you're on a, on a CB? What are you on a on a CB? Uh, 
Yep, I'm a dad. Over. Yep, that's how we play. You know, <laughs> like you're like, I'm actually upstairs in Aaron's house, and we're on. Mm-hmm. So we, yeah, Aaron, uh, party arcade. We are on Captain America: Civil War walkie-talkies <laughs> that we got at Sam's Club. Uh, <laughs> not a sponsor. <laughs> not a sponsor. We can be. I mean, sure. Holler at your boy. That's what I say every time. Yeah. Every time we mention a product. Anytime you mention holler, a product, holler at your boy. Holler at your boy. All right. Hey, Sam's Club, holler at your boy. Uh, <laughs> just in case. You know what I mean? Like, you know, because I, you know, uh, who knows? Like, I like Lamborghinis. Hey, Lamborghini, holler at your boy. Holler at your boy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Jason is going to join me every once in a while when uh, I don't have a guest. Does that sound bad? <laughs> it does in a way, but I'm, the, I'm okay with it. You I'm know? like, I'm like, I got this guy. Yeah. Tell you, yeah, yeah, John Heffron's not available, so we're gonna bring in Jason Clark. This you better week. watch your mouth. <laughs> That's I'm, when I, I apologize. No, okay, love John Heffron, but I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. I need, I need somebody. Yes, I need. <laughs> what did I, I say to you? I go, I need somebody to talk to. Yeah, I can't, I can't just stare at the wall. I and can't just, do it alone. Yeah, I can't. And then I'm talking, I'm like talking at my kids because <laughs> I have to talk to a person, <laughs> just and my there. daughter's staring at me there. with like, she's like, I, um, you are. I don't, I don't, you're talking through my head. You're talking through my face right yeah, now. Yeah. I just needed like eyes to look at and have a conversation. And I can't do that to my kids every week. Yeah. They think, so if I can be, crazy. if I can be that, for, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, you know, we, we, we already like, you know, talked about like, oh, we could talk about topics and, you know, we could bring up stuff like, you know, Chewbacca mom. Chewbacca mom is a topic that we're, we, we're not going to no, bring up. We're not going to. I can't. We're not. I it's can't. too fresh. I can't. It's too, it's too, it's too it, soon. It's too, too soon. soon. It is. I it cannot is. talk about Chewbacca mom. Mm. I can't. Yeah. I made a Facebook post that was a joke. Um, all right. Yeah, I'm going to talk. Uh, I'm going to talk about it, but I'm not going to talk about it. You know, you could do that. You can do that. I made a Facebook post that said, guys, I'm really excited. I'm going on a 20 city tour opening for Chewbacca mom. Holla Hashtag blessed. Holla at your boy. I mean, can we sponsorship? Can she be our sponsor? No, she no. cannot be our sponsor. <laughs> we can get sponsored by Star Wars Disney and hang out with J.J. Abrams for yeah. no reason. <laughs> well, sorry, wait. We're not talking about no, what we're talking about. We're not going to break that down. We're, we're talking about it, but we're not talking about it. Um, And then like the people that believed me, like I thought it was really funny. Yeah. You know how famous she got so quickly. And like me making a joke as a comedian, like, yo, I'm going to be opening for her. And like, it seriously got more likes than like one of the birth of my children. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, cause I was with you when it happened, you know, yeah. when, when, the, when you put the post out and, yeah. and, and you, I just watched you just turn into this maniacal rage machine. But of when like- <laughs> I started seeing people as a comedian, okay, I'm, I'm talking about it, but I'm not talking about it. We're not talking it. about it. Okay. But as a comedian, when you see like something like that, the people believe that someone like Chewbacca Mom is going on a twenty city tour, yeah. and that I'm right. opening for her. Mm-hmm. There's all sorts of like pride and hard work, and like so. There's like two. Just, so there's like two sides to that because that sort of led into a conversation when we started talking about okay, so what is the future of stand up in twenty years? Right. Because when you have YouTube sensations that yeah. are packing out vip meet and greets at the yeah. improv yeah and that's a thing for this improv and funny this, bones yeah. are like booking reality stars mm-hmm. right so it, and social media stars yeah so there's there's one part of that story that i felt was very telling to what society looks at of saying yes. that could be a viable show so, so it's like all the people that were like oh my gosh that's amazing and i'm yeah. like i hate you but the other half of me was just like 
do you not know this guy? Like, really? You think that Aaron, that's Aaron, Aaron's going that route? Like, come yeah, on. And no. But, no. But no, but for me, it was more like, do you really think, like, people really believe that she was doing that? Yeah. But it doesn't surprise me that people would think that she would. That's the thing. That's what made me even more mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, it was funny that I also put a comment in the thread. You can go on my Facebook page. It's a personal Facebook page. I don't accept everybody. I'm sorry. I got kids and babies and stuff, yeah. even though I take pictures and put them online everywhere. But anyway, uh, but I put one part where I said, I, I'm watching people like how fast people were liking it and commenting on it. And I was like, there are people liking this post that have not liked one of my posts right. in five years. Yeah. And I'm like, it makes me so yeah. angry yeah. that the people that haven't even right. interacted with me in years right. are liking this post about the Chewbacca mall. Well, especially if like, you think of your life in the last five years and all the milestones that have happened. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Your, your first headlining gig in your own home club, like that weekend back in March. Touring around like, the country. Absolutely, with all these Television. People, babies. National babies. commercials. You had babies. babies. They didn't like the baby. No, no but they I liked Chewbacca mom. I put hashtag Chewbacca yeah. mom. And boy. that's what no. makes me. Right. No, don't, no. No, that doesn't work. Dude. Grown Wookie. We talked about it. Grown Wookie business. Dude, get out of here with that. That was so funny, dude. Grown Wookie business, dude. Welcome to Grown Wookie business. Okay, we're not talking about it. I got a mean Chewbacca, dude. You do. That was good. It's not bad, right? I know. It's good. It worked for me. It's good. Anyway. Let's not talk about it. No, no. So... Uh, so Jason Clark, uh, mm. what? Let um, we're getting into the biographical section of this. Shoot, I'm um, open. It's open. It's what, an open book now. Uh, for a while, you've been you've been doing stand up. Yeah, you've been doing some shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've been doing stand up, and uh, but you started stand up after you're doing improv. Well, no, I actually, I actually, oh, you, start, I you started, tried. Yeah, to do I went. First. I, I did. I did. I I played around with it a little bit. Um, just. I was at the arcade. I was sitting at the arcade, and oh, yeah. it was. I I remember. I I remember the first time I was there. The first time I was at the arcade was for this Gilda Radner event. Oh and right, it was, you know, and that was the first time I ever seen um, Missy and yeah. Abby, and they did um, Rosanna, Dana, Anna, and it yeah. blew my mind. Like yeah. I'm sitting there, and I tell them that all the time. It's like so that was my introduction to the theater, right? And I was sitting in the lobby, and we were waiting for. Um, um, my wife's cousin to come out. Yeah. And, and, um, I seen that they offered stand up classes. Yeah. And my wife's cousin was, is a stand up, was yeah. a stand up. And yeah. she's like, Hey, I do this monthly show. I'll give you five minutes and put five minutes together. And so it was, that's where it started. And I just sat down right. and, and I'd always sort of kept track of notes. Everything that I talk about is my life. Cause that's all I've I'm not, cr- I'm not creative that way where I'm going to sit right. there and come up with some stuff about political things. That's just not who I am. All I know is what I, what I've lived and there's enough humor from my childhood. Sure. I haven't even tapped into that darkness. Pretty so. much. Yeah. Yeah. How that works. So, so, and either have I. Yeah. That's the scary thing. You know, that's it's just like crazy. It's, yeah. I've had comedians tell me like, uh, cause I really mostly talk about my wife and kids. Yeah. And I haven't even touched yeah. like my childhood mm-hmm. and middle school and high school and college. Yeah. I mean, I've done a lot of goofy stuff. I've had, I've, I've done a lot of goofy, funny things, have a lot of funny stories. I, I have told a couple of them on stage Yeah, and I haven't got into like, you know, my childhood with the history of abuse and things sure. like, and comedians talk about that stuff. And I'm sure. like, you know what? I'm just going, 
I think I'm going like in order, reverse order. Yeah, you're doing a Jonathan Winters. You're doing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doing the backwards baby. Jonathan thing. Winters, holler at your boy. Yeah, no, 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 no. can't. Uh, <laughs> but like, yeah, no, like now I want to like uh, I want to start talking about like college stories and then yeah. high school stories. Yeah. So what I started doing is just sort of figuring out to tie together. But the thing with me was um, I, I started doing that and I was having a blast at it and a lot of fun. And then I wanted to understand improv and how would that yeah. help me feel more comfortable on stage oh, sure. and those types of things. And the arcade was there and I took a class with Christy Nolan and did the improv 101. And then um, on a whim, they were like, why don't you audition for a, you know, for a team, for a house yeah. team? And I'm like, I, I've never been on a dish audition in my life. I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not a theater kid. I'm not that, you know, I wasn't that, you know what I mean? And, yeah. And uh, they're like, well, what the hell for the experience? And I walked yeah. in and there's 14 people at a table and they're going to have you audition in front of them. And it was kind of nerve wracking. It was yeah. interesting. And I got cast and, and we went from there and I did that for a year. And I realized that, you know, what I really love to do is just be able to stand up in front of a room full of people and yeah. tell stories, you yeah. know, and that's where it went. So from there we, you know, we move on and try to try to figure that whole piece out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and now, and now you're part of Comic Wars history, yeah. pretty yeah. much. Yeah, I mean, and uh, it's funny because like you and I, you and I bonded because, like, we've both went through a bunch of stuff. Like, tell me, tell me, like, have you always been a funny dude, like a goofy? Yeah, yeah, I was always, yeah, I was always, I knew how to push that. You envelope. seem like that guy, like, yeah. like I know that you, you know, you're, you're, uh, uh you know. A, a big a manager at a huge like store mm -hmm. and you've always worked in that in like big retail yeah and uh you know i th i when i got to know you i'm like yeah you're that guy like yeah. you're like, like that fun manager yeah i mean it started i mean i i would push teachers to the brink like i'd get them right to where yeah. the point where you'd i'd get them to the point so where exciting. they were so pissed at me but they yes. were so funny that they yes. just there's nothing they could they, there was just nothing it was just like you know what that was that was wrong but yeah. damn it, that was funny. I would get you kicked out I mean? of class. They'd be like, I'm kicking you out because yeah. I can't have you in here because you're just making yeah. everybody laugh. Yeah. And that's and that's how it always was. It's it, almost like I'm kicking you out of class because you're killing. Yeah. Oh, I, oh yeah. No, absolutely. I can't I <laughs> yeah. can't have it become infectious. And next yeah. thing I know, I've got five more in your class yeah. just like it. Yeah. So yeah, it was it wasn't like um, you know, it was borderline disruptive, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was never mean to teach. No, no, I was no never, utmost respect. I, no, I was always I yeah, would never no. Like, you ever see those people like, oh, F you, no, and like throw stuff at teachers? No, and, like, I've never, on, would no, never do that. No, that's no. insane. No, I mean, because I mean, it, hell, I, I went to school during, you know, they could beat the hell out of you. Yeah. You know, then I came in right after that, I think. You, I remember when it went out. Like, oh, yeah, really? It, when it stopped. Like, stop beating kids? Yes. <laughs> I remember. And listen, I had a buddy. We went to this school. So, <laughs> we were an experiment basically in seventh grade they took in my Ooh. school district and put all of what was always our school district there were two middle schools two junior highs is yeah. what they were then um an east and a west side right. and it was like east side west side like you hated the people on the sharks west side. and jets oh absolutely i love east it. side west side well they put us all you came out of sixth grade and they put us all into this one time seventh grade only it. in one school and it was this old old piece of shit school that sounds like my middle school it, it was really it was a nightmare what they and, did and that was the year the last year there was what they call capital corporal punishment where they could beat the hell out of you in school but you had to have a sign uh, capital punishment it, is... it might yeah, yeah i don't know i think it's corporal i don't know they called it something right but anyways listen to me hold on yeah yeah, yeah. so 
they could still do that then, but they had to have a signed note from your parent. So the parent had to give permission for them to beat the hell out of you. Well, my parent, oh. my mom wouldn't sign. She said, listen, you call me and I'll handle it. If right. he's ever to the point where you feel you need to hit him. I, right. My best friend who was always stirring up stuff makes fun of this girl in, in gym class. Gym teacher takes him up and we had a, the old stage in the, it was the yeah. multi-purpose room. Yeah. In this old Hoosiers, Hoosiers gym. It was yeah. a Hoosiers gym. The old clock with the, you know what I mean? Yeah, they have a fence over the clock? Yes. Yeah. That's the best. Takes him up on the stage. Makes us, our whole class, line up in front and watch him as he beat him with a wiffle ball bat. This is great. That's the world that, like, you were in. Did like, he make him pull his pants real. on or anything? No, no, no. But no, he just no, beat him No, with... no, Yeah, he, he beat him on his back side with a wiffle ball bat. <laughs> The ah, next, the next year. Now, listen, folks. I'm not talking. This wasn't 1960. This was 1986, 87. Right, right. Was when I was in seventh grade, and then after that, eighth grade, there was no more of that. I was stuff. in kindergarten. Yeah, well, you know. Okay. It's, it is what it is. We connect. <laughs> so he beat him with a, and it was we like, about. and, then the, and that was like, that's what we do. Okay, back to gymnastics. Like it was over, and everyone back to stretching. Like it was. Dude, a wiffle was ball nuts. was a good whooping stick. Oh yeah. Cause like it's like but, but, doesn't hurt, but yeah. it does. But these teachers had like paddles in their room with drill holes in them, so that you knew like this could happen. This was real, awesome. absolutely. Oh my Sixth, gosh. Sixth Street in Irwin. It was Sixth Street School in Irwin, Pennsylvania. Oh yeah. Could you imagine now, like the kids, <sighs> like on their phone in class, be like, "Well, I'm coming up to the front of class. I'm yeah. going to paddle you." Oh yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. weird because I don't, I don't, I don't hit my kids at all. No. But I also feel like there's a point where you don't have to. Like I feel, I feel like like I I don't have to like discipline my kids physically. Plus, coming from a a, a history of abuse as a kid, like right. it's just something I never ever want my kids to look at me and be, and fear me, sure. uh, in in a physical harm way. The respect is where yeah. you want that. The like lie. When people always say I've said before, like uh, you know, I don't want to get all scriptural, no. but. But there's there there is a there is uh, like Hebrew talking about the fear of God, yeah. And the fear of God is not like, ooh, I'm scared. It's a ghost. It's it's more of this respect and sure. awe, absolutely. And, the sheer power uh, of yeah, what can happen, right, right, absolutely. Or it's just it's just this um, this reverence, yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that you know kids having that for their parents that they don't want to misbehave because they respect them in a way yeah. as their protector and provider, right. and you know. Um, and, and I'm in no way ever going to tell anyone like this is the, the no the idiot's guide to how to raise a child. No. And, hey, what you do is what some you kids do. spank their it's, kids and, and you know whatever. Hey, hey, I don't agree with you know no. beating your kids. No, and I didn't. I wasn't raised in that environment. Yeah. I, I my parents did, didn't. My my mother would do the old you know it's a Pittsburgh mom thing. You know, threaten yeah. you with you know whatever her weapon of choice would be. My mom's was a green fly swatter. Uh, plastic fly swatter. Dude, my mom would, would pull out that. anything. <laughs> she and hit me with it. Oh, she didn't have a go-to. My she mom just beat whatever my was ass. <laughs> my mom. But also, it's like when when we ended up, you know, we moved away from an abusive stepdad. Yeah. When I was like nine or ten. So by the time I was thirteen, I was probably five eleven, six foot. Yeah. And you know, my mom, like, she's this little, you know, sweet little blonde lady. And she'd have to beat my ass. Yeah. She would get anything. Yeah. She would get any tool with a handle near her. <laughs> I mean, she would pull blinds off the wall. 
and and wrap them up. <laughs> I'm not kidding. My mom was wild, dude. My mom was wild. She would grab She's a like, lamp, I'm gonna, dude. I'm gonna dude. take this blind. I'm gonna I swear. Oh, God, mama, dude. not the verticals. Mama, I mean, not the verticals. I remember her busting like tubes of of like brand new tubes of Christmas wrapping paper, dude. That was like it was like a dude. That is like with a the bat. wrapping paper still on it. That's dude, solid. Like still, that's a that's solid, solid. Oh yeah, oh, please. She would pull out a wrapping paper tube, still like un. Uns, oh yeah! Like still, still in the sealed. plastic, still, still in, the, in pl the plastic, dude. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, a good inch of yeah. wrapping paper. Oh yeah, yeah. Whacking you, yeah. I mean, yeah. but you know, I just, uh, I feel like if if you raise your kids a certain way, you're not gonna have to like hit them. Yeah. You're not gonna have to like beat them into, you know, uh, obeying you. Yeah. I don't know. Now it's whatever. So like, so growing up, like, what do you think made you funny? Like, how did my that? Dad. My dad. Your dad was a funny dude. My dad's a. My dad oh, was an incredibly funny, funny dads, storyteller. Right? Holler at your boy. He, funny he, dads. Yeah, yeah. He was. He was a storyteller, and that's where I. You know. Really. His ability to just walk into a room and just take the room over. Oh, really? Just, he was that guy. He was that guy. What was your yeah, dad's name? My dad's name was Bill. So Bill would grew be like, up as Ace. Oh, he was Ace out of Braddock. Oh. You know what I mean? Out of. If Braddock, you're from Pittsburgh, <clears throat> Ace out of Braddock. Ace out of Braddock. He was, Ace out of he, he was the he was the money runner that he would run from bar to bar with a brown paper bag yeah. with the cash in it. So he was a guy where a bunch of guys are standing around drinking a beer, smoking a cigarette. Hey, kid. He's like, "Oh, you wouldn't believe this guy today." Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's great. Yeah, that yeah. guy, Wild Bill, Wild Bill, Ace, whatever you want to call him, Snowball was his later oh, name. Oh wow! Mean, but Dad was a funny guy, and that's you know, and but I also grew up like like. For me, it was always about, I couldn't go to bed as a child until I seen Johnny Carson's monologue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, would I did that with, I, you know, honestly, I did that with Letterman. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would sneak out. I would sneak out as a child, and I would hide it so they, I thought they couldn't see me right. to the point where dad was like, okay, get up here, and it became yeah. a thing that I was allowed to stay up. I'd sit on the couch with him, and I'd watch, yeah. Letterman, I'd watch uh, Carson's monologue. And then I'd get to go to bed. Right. And then there was SNL. And then SNL. And SNL was just like, if I got yeah. to stay up and get to see SNL. And then there was Fridays. That was another yeah. great skit. A really show. good, a couple good yeah. friends of mine wrote on that. Phenomenal. From Pittsburgh. Yeah. Phenomenal yeah. show. Fridays. Um, SCTV was another one. Yeah. So I was always like watching those types of things. And right. always just found, you know. And and early on, I mean, I think, and, and now it's kind of like, oh, whatever. But. When I first ever saw Bill Cosby himself, oh yeah, I was done. I got, I was ugh. done. I was I got done. every one of his albums yeah, right over there. I was done. I was just like, oh my goodness. I mean, this was just the watching a story unfold and him yeah. tell a story to me. Just a man with still, a chair. Still and, one of the best stand-up storytellers. Of all oh no, time. absolutely. And and I've always gravitated towards yeah. that. You know, so it's um. So yeah. So my dad was my dad was a funny guy. I mean, I don't know family beyond that. Right. I've never met my grandparents on my dad's side yeah um i've never met my grandfather on my mom's side mm. um i know my grandmother um somewhat um, yeah she funny quick little quick one here okay. yeah, i get it. a text from my brother um a couple weeks ago on a friday and says hey uh graham died on tuesday <laughs> so it's kind of interesting i got a text from my brother on a friday telling me that my grandmother died on tuesday just a very weird moment That's, like just i was in a meeting it like worked. not part of the family kind of yeah, like well it was just yeah i mean things were weird things were yeah. weird you know the the upbringing you know i was i was raised in you know suburb of pittsburgh and normal yeah. suburban life you know flying around bicycles and all that good stuff but then as we got older um things got weird 
Really? You know, things got weird. I was thrown out at 19. Yeah. Um, homeless um, for a stint. Um, living um, Buddy's house, you know, um, at his parents' house for a little bit until we got on our feet with my brother. And, you know, at 19 and all my everything was about me going to college. For sure. For my whole life. It was, you're going to go to college, you're going to be a school teacher. Yeah. That's what I wanted to be. Ever since I was in kindergarten, I'm going to be a school right. teacher. And, um, and then at 19, you come home after your freshman year of college and mom went over the deep end and wow. that was it. Just get out of the house. And, and it was time to, to start living and uh, figuring out wow. from there. So, are your parents still alive? Uh, yes, they are. Yeah. 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 So we don't want to talk about them too much. No. No, no, I don't think Ace Ace listens to the podcast. No, no, <laughs> and and I don't think Mom would listen to a, something I was on, anyways. But that's whatever. That's a whole other thing. But it, but you know what? It, it's it, you know I look back on it, and it's just it's it's a great um you know it's a great journey. It's a yeah. cool journey. It's a cool journey, and it's kind of chopped up. I know, but you know it was a cool childhood. Me and my brother. My brother's five years older than me, and that uh, helps a lot. Yes, I always like with anybody I talk to, because I always dig into that. I always like to dig into how comedians were raised or anybody funny how they were mm -hmm. and it's always like they had an older sibling they had nine siblings yeah. or you know or they had tragedy yeah but you had a little you had a little strife and some and oh. some funny family oh you know you had yeah. a little bit oh. of everything oh yeah i mean and it was dark i mean there was i mean listen yeah. without you know if you want to peel back the, the, the skin i mean right. it was it was bad yeah you know i say oh she threw me out 19 i mean you got thrown out with nine punches to the back right, of your head right. never seen it coming get the hell out of my house right right and there's, and then life started, you know, right, and people yeah, yeah. would always ask me, you know, well, why, why, why do you think it happened? I didn't have time to ever think about why yeah. I had to live, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. I had to figure this whole thing out at 19 right. without an education and what are you going to do with life? And right. my brother was my best friend and my savior, you know yeah. what I mean? And we, we bonded together because we had to, right, right. my wife always says you needed each other to survive the, right. the, the maniacal life that you were yeah. ended up living. And you're still close with your brother? Um, you know what? It's interesting. Um, we, you know. Close, no, you know, not. I mean, yeah. just too incredibly, like my brother walked in this room right now, you'd say, get the hell, no, 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 <laughs> no, no way, dude. I mean, like, because we are just two different, you know, he's, you know, the hair halfway down his back and, you know, my family, they were bikers, you know, my, yeah. I was, uh, I was the um, Marilyn Munster, like, I was the one that when you looked at this family, oh, like, where did this guy come from? Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. how did that happen? And, oh, that's and, um, funny. and my brother, you know, my brother's a guy, he's like, he's a plot of land out in the middle of nowhere, wants to kill his food, you know? He's that's great. Oh, you know what I mean? He's that. Yeah. He's the hunter and he's a, but he's, he's a, he's a good husband. He's a great father and he's a hardworking man. Yeah. He, you know, I, we've spent, you know, we worked together. That was my summer jobs. I was a laborer for him on right. a masonry crew. Right. Like that's what I did. And, right. And you know, I seen my brother, my brother, you know, really, I seen the value of hard work from sure. him. Is he a funny dude? No. Really? No, no, not a, like funny. That's I mean, interesting. I think it's funny in his own way, but yeah, no, my brother would never be the one. My brother was the one when I was a kid and I would come out and they would put Elvis songs on yeah. and I would be the one that would come out sure. and lip sync with my thumb in Absolutely. front of the family. And my brother was the one was like my manager and he was the one that had me in the back room Funny. and he was like, this is the song you're going to do. He and was, uh, he was, uh, Colonel Parker. Colonel. Yeah. He was Colonel <laughs> Parker. Colonel. He was Colonel Parker. That's funny. Colonel Parker. But no, not a, you know, not a, I mean, funny in his own way, but it would never like when I tell him, you know, Hey, listen, um, and I, I did the moth. Yeah. Two nights ago and there was like four hundred people and yeah. I stood up and I told a five minute story about how I fell in love with my wife and he's like, 
what what world are you in right yeah, now? What's wrong with you? What the hell? You who yeah. are you? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, one of those deals. But yeah, not a funny guy, but a, he's a good man. But yeah, we we just grew apart. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you grow up and you have kids and like yeah. you start living. Yeah. And- yeah, that stuff happens with everybody. Yeah. It's always funny too when you have friends like that where they like they get mad at you for like growing up. Yeah. They're like, "Oh, you don't you don't hang out anymore." Well, that happened quick. I mean, like you, I mean, you got yeah. married young and yeah. I was married young and I was married and had a child like that quick, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh Alexis was was Melissa's I adopted Alexis. Right, right, right. And well, when yeah, I, I, mean, when I came into her life, that. yeah, and I remember clearly of getting that call from my boys and they're like, hey man, meet us down at Mario's yeah. Southside Festival, you know, we always, yeah. were, we were running the yeah. Southside and I look at my wife, I'm like, hey, you know, and she's like, yeah, go. Right. I'm not even sure if we were married yet. I think we were due to be right. married. And I went down there and I remember instantly being like, this isn't my world anymore. Right, like, right. I, oh I'm yeah. Not, and then that's when, you know, life changed. And, oh yeah, and the friends and everything. Oh so yeah, like, absolutely. Evolves. Now, now, pe- like I do jokes about it on stage yeah. where people are like, "You want to hang out tonight?" And I'm like, "No." Oh. Like I'm like if I'm on the road, like comedians want to go hang out. Uh, you know, and I'm like, I'm gonna go back to the hotel room. I always mm-hmm. say this, like I'm gonna go watch World War II and HD on Netflix, yeah. and go to bed. Yeah. Like, I ain't going to do nothing. No. Like, I'm going to bed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't care. Here's the thing, too, when, like, you know, people are like, oh, you're an old man. You're an old, you don't want to go out because you're an old man. Here, here's the thing. This is what I always say. I don't want to go out because I don't drink. Right. Unless you enjoy drinking. Right. Like, okay, you enjoy drinking. Like, I, like people drinking and, like, I don't like sitting in a bar and drinking Diet Cokes when everyone's, like, pounding beers. Right. And then also, I'm not going out to meet chicks. Right. I'm not going out to yeah. meet women. Yeah. So no. I'd rather yeah. go catch up on season two of Daredevil. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Why be any different than you are normally? Yeah. You know what I and mean? And you know, it's... and I think too, like people are like, oh, you want to hang out. But I'd rather like say, say like, you know, one of the opening comedians in a city I'm at, you know, I don't want to go out at night, but I was like, you know what? Like, I'll let's go to breakfast. Let's go. I'll go to lunch or mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to a movie tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. Like I'd rather do yeah. that than hang out after a show. Yeah. I have no problem with that. It's not like right. I don't want to hang out with you. Right. We're not old dudes. Right. We no. just have different priorities now. No, absolutely. I mean, and there's there, nothing wrong with having better priorities. No. And I mean, and there's times now, I mean, we're like in sort of like this, uh, people say it's like your second, like second phase of our lives. Cause oh, our, for sure. Cause our kids are older and, and for years we, we never left the house. Yeah, I mean, little kids, you know, you just don't, you yeah. don't. And that's the, that's the life we wanted. That's the life we yeah. lived and that's the way it needed to be. And so now when people are like, you know, when you're out and their kids are, my kids are calling me when you coming home, like, <laughs> like getting that text from my son, yeah. you know, texting, you know, where yeah. are you guys at? You know, it's just like, yeah. it's after 11. <laughs> you know are you I guys mean? dead? Yeah, what happened? It's <laughs> after 11. And then like all the younger people that you might be with at the theater or whatever, they're like, that's so cute. You have to be the coolest parents. It's yeah. Like, yeah. No, that's no, hilarious. Yeah. yeah. How we rate cool parents. I don't know. Yeah, you are yeah. in like that difference. Like, like I go to your house and it's like all tidy. It's like, yeah. you know, well, it is. No, well, it, but you know, you're coming over. Yeah, but I mean, you know it's what I mean. Train uh, <laughs> it's not my house. Oh, well, you got little ones. Like I got a yeah. You got a I got a seven or five and a one year old. I'm, I'm drinking out of a little tiny teacup right now. Dude, it's beautiful. I mean, I mean, I love the tea sets. And you know, and I don't care. Like I always say, when people's houses are a little crazy, I'm like, we live here. Yeah. 
Like we yeah. live here with a bunch of kids. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Uh and but you know, all all the time my wife will apologize for the house yeah. and things like that. I understand. But like I'm just like, yep, yep, I I got three kids. I don't know what to tell you. Well, this place is a wreck. I can't, you blink one minute and it's all over. No, it's yeah, that's the just, way it is. Yeah, I mean, and that's yeah. and we all live that. You know what I mean? If you if you if you have kids and it's not like that, then there's I, mean, I don't know, man. You live in your house. I, I mean, it's just that's the way it should be with the kids. You know? Yeah, I don't mind it. Like yeah. I know, I know. You know, my wife will complain about it, and I'm like, you know what? I'm like, we live here. Yeah, but it just like, evolves. We're living. It just evolves. I mean, we're it, goes, it goes from yelling at the kids because they didn't pick up their toys to yelling at the kids because they didn't empty the dishwasher. It just uh, changes. It's the yeah. same concept. It's just that the toys change. Yeah, like that's right. the battle. You know, of like, right? You can't. You can't do that. You're not ready. You're. You're 21 years old. You're yeah. 21 years old. <laughs> you're gonna. You're gonna go be a nurse in an operating room, and you can't put that goddamn dish in the dishwasher. <laughs> that's that's beyond your capabilities. Yeah. You know, that's and funny. I and I get. You know, you just. What are you going to do? But you just have to like wait until they experience that in their own house or apartment. Oh, yeah. You sit there and you're like, God, I can't oh. imagine what your place is going to look like. Yeah. I can't imagine. Uh, and and you, you realize very quickly, you're like, I want it to be tidy. Yeah. I'm like, Boy, I, I hope your boyfriend's neat. Like, uh, I hope your boyfriend's a neat, you know. Oh, my God. That's a whole nother, you know, that's a whole thing. I don't even want to talk about that. No, it's a beautiful thing. It, it really is. I mean, that's an interesting. Right, I can't talk When about it, it starts, it's interesting. You know, I had talks with boys. Yeah. Like, I read this book about this man that sat down and, you know, people always talk about, you know, hey, sit there with your shotgun. You let him. Yeah, whatever. Shut up. Shut yeah, up. Shut okay, up. shut up. Here's what I want to talk to you about, son. I yeah. want to talk to you about being respectful to my daughter. Yeah. That's what I want you. That's what you understand. Right. And then the next thing you know, you're sitting down, you're looking at a guy and I got to the, the end of it. And I'm just like, okay, so you're not going to have sex with my daughter. I said that to like a 15 year old boy. Like I was at like, like, cause it was getting crazy in my head. Like I'm reading these books and what's going on in this world. And I was just looking at this kid and I'm just like, are you Christian? Okay. You're not having, you no, 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 you're not having sex. And then the last one, which was my, it was just her boyfriend now, who's just an incredible young man. And just that when we sat down and just talked for the first time and it, yeah. she played it coy that we're just friends, we're just friends. Cause she right. didn't want the talk to happen. Yeah. And I sit down with Johnny and we had this talk and man, you just knew instantly that this is a good, they were always, you know, you know, she had some couple rough patches and you dealt with them and right. you know, you did everything that you could to not want to beat up another young man's father. Cause what are you going to do? <laughs> like you can't, you know, that's in your mind. Like, like God, what are you going to do? I'll I've got to go. I'm got, I have to go beat your dad up on your front lawn. to prove to you <laughs> that you treat my daughter. Right. Okay. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. And Dude, I, that's what, I love that. I'm gonna beat up your dad. Yeah. I got to beat your dad up. I mean, yeah. or I train my son, which was an option too. Yeah. Train my son, you know, little ninja. Action. It's, yeah, absolutely. It's like hilarious. Luke, Luke, the nuke needs to start oh, getting dude. some grapples down. Cause I, you never know. Uh, might, She's older than him. But he's got to he come start quick. Some jiu-jitsu. He's got to come quick. He actually wants to do karate this summer. Oh yeah. Yeah, I want him to bad. Yeah, that's good. I want him to do karate. Yeah, do jujitsu. It's uh, good for it's good for the discipline and, and yeah, the, and the, all that good listening stuff. Listening skills. I, yeah, I never I never yeah. did anything like that. My, I did like three years of karate. What did I you? get up to? I don't remember, like orange or something. And they I don't just remember. give you belts. Yeah, you know, kids. next thing you know, you got a seven-year-old kid. And he's a black belt, and oh, I'm like, come on, come on, come on, I'll whip his ass. Come on, Seagal, I can. I whip his right ass. Now. I will crush a you. A seven-year-old black belt. You know what I'm saying? I'll be his ass. Like you look at that. Yeah, I'll be his ass, come dude. On. They're just you're just paying for belts. That's what yeah. You're that's doing. all you're doing. That's all you're doing. It's, you're and paying I, for exercise and belts. Yeah, and it's you know I see people they post you know they post their kid on Facebook and they're like oh Johnny's a blue belt. And I don't know where that ranks. I think that's good. Blue the black. I don't know. I don't know. I gotta, Brown the black. I, gotta, I don't know. I gotta ask. Uh, one of my, he was a guest on my podcast, good friend of mine, Jason Collings. Okay. Uh, his bro, him and his brother, they taught, uh, 
like black belt. I mean, they're both black belts. They taught kids, uh, I believe, karate or uh, kung fu. Yeah. Maybe jujitsu. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. But uh, they taught kids for years and years, and I'd be curious to see what Collings thinks. Yeah. Like, I want to ask him about, like, kids, like, under 10 learning. I guess it is foundational. I guess it's probably like any other sport. It's like a participation point where you get to a certain point. You've reached well, this You've reached this goal. I'm not going to say you, it's goal. For you to be good at baseball when you're 15, you had to have been playing when you're five. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, most most really good high school athletes didn't just pick up that sport when they were the, yeah, 13. Yeah, right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, the majority of them started young, and now they're really that makes young sense. now. Yeah. Okay, but here's the thing. Okay, now I'm going to go back to agreeing with what we're saying is if a, if, if a nine-year-old has a black belt, I'm going to whoop his ass. I will. Yeah, I will prove if a, a point. If a nine-year-old I, I might have to baseball, prove a point. I'm going to whoop his ass. I I'm coming in high and tight. Yeah. I'm bringing the chin music on him. I mean, I played hockey for a long... I played ice hockey for a long time. I'll whip a nine-year-old's ass. I'm going to brush you back. Don't I play goalie. Plate, son. Nine, nine-year-old ain't scoring on me. <laughs> I'll be his ass. Every time. <laughs> no. As an adult. Yeah. Yeah, but I got the arthritis now. <laughs> so, I, got I don't my, know. I got I, arthritis, well, too. You know what, Jason? I, can, I, can, I got my glucosamine I, on, do, on deck. I got the... <laughs> I got the big, I got the big Sam's Club. I got, I got the, the Willow, Costco. I got, I got the, the Willow Bark on deck. <laughs> Holla at your boy. Oh, it's your boy, Willow Bark. <laughs> can, you, uh, can we get some arthritis we sponsors get, up in here? Can glucosamine chondroitin <laughs> sponsors. Just, every time I'm on, oh my God. We, we have to have, yeah, our sponsor is going to be some type glucosamine of. Glucosamine Yeah, because we're up there. It's happening. It happened. All right, we're done. It's real. So, yeah, we're going to finish off with, we're going to beat a nine-year-old's ass. Yeah. Glucosamine chondroitin. Holla at your boy. Yeah, we need some sponsor sponsorship. Us. Jason, thanks yes. for hanging out. That was great. You guys are here, Jason, thanks. again. Uh, you know, when when I need an episode. Yeah, but I'm on deck. Like, hey, we listen, got Jason on deck. Jim Brewer canceled. What are you doing tonight? Yeah. The, you know, I tried to get Jim like twice. And. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> that was my Jim Brewer, real quick. Oh, yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we're done. Yeah. That's but this it. is a Time's quick up. thing. So the last time I, I went on tour with Jim, we kept saying, like, oh, let's do the podcast tomorrow. Like, and then it was like, oh, but we got to go, I got to go to TV. And then it's like, uh, you know, it's yeah. like, it kept like, you know, your schedule gets so silly. And then it's like, we were, we were going to do the podcast before we do this. We did this theater show and uh, we had to be at theater at like, I think the show was at eight o'clock and we have to be at the theater at seven 30. Right. So Jim's like, Hey, let's go to the theater at like six and do the podcast. And I'm like, that's great. Yeah. We'll do it in the green room of the theater, like the dressing room, really yeah. nice place. They already got water and food there. Cool. Yeah, let's do it there. That's perfect. We go there and it's like, I seriously am pulling out like my microphones and this lady's like, hey Jim, can we? Can you come with us for a minute? He's gone for like an hour. Oh man. And I'm like, I'm, like I gotta go open for him. I gotta get on stage like in eight minutes. And I'm like, this we're not a- gonna be able to do the podcast. Cause I know he's gotta fly home tonight. Uh, and I'm like, what the heck is going on? He, she came and got him. He had to do a VIP meet and greet. Uh, and like, by the way, if we didn't show up for the podcast, he wouldn't have been there. Right, right. He would have missed it because uh, he forgot about it. Oh, uh, right. How funny is yeah, that? Yeah. But anyway, uh, uh, holler your boy, nine-year-old. We whipping yeah. your ass. We coming for you. Us dads got some pads. All right, Jason. <laughs> All right, time. we're out of here. All right, be kind, be funny, follow your hearts. That's pretty much what I say. That's about what it is. Good advice. It is. Nine-year-olds coming for you.